Hello and welcome to The Expansive, where we explore the frontiers of personal growth, business innovation, and technology. We believe that growth and progress comes from expanding our minds, exploring new possibilities, and embracing change. My name is Sean Lewitz, and you're about to listen to a moment from one of our previous episodes. We're diving into the archives and going back to September 2022 for this week's Expansive Moment. Eric and John share and unpack a powerful quote by Samuel Goldwyn. Maybe you know it, maybe you don't. Here's John Sonnet and Eric Kruger. So uh, one, of the, one of the quotes that I actually read to you off air, and, and this is what really sparked this, was something I was listening to yesterday on the plane. And uh, the guy was talking about critics, and I love the line he uses. He says, don't pay any attention to the critics. Don't even ignore them. And I think you just stop there for a second and just digest that. Mm. It means that they don't exist in your reality, the critics. Don't even ignore them. In other words, mm. you haven't read them, listened to them to ignore them. They weren't even there. And, and, and he, he goes further to say that they are just cynics pretending to be critics disillusioned idealists that stopped being passionate about their dreams and then now seek to be cynical about everybody else's. Sure. Uh, it's just That's so a, good, man. That's it's so, so good. good. Yeah, I get goosebumps thinking about it. And uh, it's really about living your life on purpose. This was the sort of book that they were unpacking. And they were talking about if you live your life on purpose and you only listen to the purpose that you are here for, there are no critics. And you then start to realize that the critics are the people that stopped following their purpose, who mm. never got the opportunity to be part of their purpose, you know? And so really, it really comes down to the idea of how are you creating the golden thread towards your purpose and how are you going about invoking that purpose? And really, the gateway of it is, is, is curiosity. Is really about following the line of curiosity that ultimately leads you to your passion, to your purpose, and to the reason you're here. Because we've all got such different curiosities. Mm. You think about it, nobody's curious about the same topic in the same way. Nobody. Whether it comes to wine or leadership or fashion or whatever you want to talk about, there's always a very distinct curiosity that you have. And so this idea of a comparison and taking on critics is just such a such a buzz killer, you know. It's such a party pooper when we have somebody doing that sort of thing. So, and I've become really, really efficient at anybody on social media that is criticizing without uplifting my work or anybody else's work. And it's a simple block that I follow. Mm. That just block out. I don't even. I don't need you part of my journey. I don't need you to be angry with what I'm saying. I have a pure intent of what I'm trying to do is bring optimism to the world. If you don't see that, you're dragging your own disillusionment of your ideal world into my social feed and you don't deserve to be with me. Mm. So, ciao. Arrivederci. <laughs> Bellissimo. Here comes Gianni. Gianni. Anyway, so I love, I love you know, that quote. Um, I think when I look at artists, and if I say artists, I mean, you know, people who write, who do, who do anything that they care about deeply and, and bring that creation into the world. Um, I think once you re reach a certain level and you've had enough critics come um, to your doorstep moaning about everything that you do, 
you develop a certain approach, like a certain irreverence to it. And I remember Seth Godin always saying he doesn't even read his Amazon reviews, whether positive or negative. He doesn't read yeah. them because yeah. it's not about that. It's about the work that was being created. And I don't know if you've recently seen uh, Neil Gaiman released. So he wrote a book uh, called Sandman many, many years ago. And Sandman has now been translated into a Netflix series and it blew up like in raving about it. It's brilliant. Yeah, we're talking about it. Yeah, we binged it and it's phenomenal. But obviously people come out of the woodworks and everyone's critiquing this and that and that. And when I've been looking at the way he's been dealing with that criticism, it's almost like I, I can imagine the frustration he must feel as a troll because it does not touch him. The way he interacts with it is that, so I remember one thing he said is that, you know, ultimately he created Sandman, but he's like, no one gets to gatekeep Sandman. And if you were trying to gatekeep, like if you're trying to gatekeep it and say, this is what it's supposed to be, uh, yeah, he uses strong language to to express himself. But I mean, I, there's just this, I don't know how to describe it. It's this irre- irreverence is the best word. It's just like, he's, he's so high above the criticism. Yeah, that even yeah. if you say it, it doesn't make it impact. It does not yeah. matter. And what, what, I want, what a powerful place to be. What a phenomenal place to be. You know, the moment you reach beyond your immediate circle mm-hmm. and then just the circle beyond that and then the circle beyond that, all of a sudden, you know, you're engaging with people who have no idea who you are, yeah. where you've come from, and they have their own opinions and everyone feels that they're entitled to their opinion. Everyone feels that they should post it and vomit it all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost, it's, it's almost impossible these days that you're going to do anything of significance and not have people come out of the woodworks to critique you. And so I think this quote is just so incredibly yeah. important to reflect on. Yeah, look, again, let's just uh, close it off. It's, it's by a guy called Samuel Goldwyn. Okay. So don't pay any attention to the critics. Don't even ignore them. Yeah, I like. That. I mean, that just yeah, it just it, it it settles me. Just reading it as like, mm. uh, yes, you know. Also, one of the things that I always find so weird, and I, and I've said this to a few people on social media, I said, you know, if you've got such an issue with my work, why don't you go start your own platform and share your idea rather than coming and shitting all over mine? Like, yeah. I don't come to your page. <laughs> like, I'm busy. I'm busy creating. I don't have time to come to your page and critique you. Mm. Like, go and build your own movements. You know what I mean? So, like, people critique, and I mean, they haven't done it to my face. I'm sure they have, but like, my book. It's like, well, then go write your own book. Yeah. Like, go write, look, if you've if you got an issue with mine, go write yours. Or just yours. read a different book. <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> they won't write a book. Yeah. Because they won't. They won't because they know that there's people like <laughs> them out there that want to break it down. Actually, I, I, I couldn't give a shit, to be honest. Like, I'm like, whatever, let's keep moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but but imagine I go pick up like an accounting book and I read this and I'm like, this is the yeah, worst thing in the world. Right. Like, yeah. all this accounting crap that's in here. Like, I don't want a book that's about accounting. This author is so like delusional. And then I go and give them like a one star. Yeah. I'm not the audience. I'm not. Yeah. Like, it's not for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's hilarious. But you know what, Eric? I think most importantly is how do we critique other people's work? Mm. And I think that's also an incredibly good exercise because I've very much made peace that if somebody's doing something that I don't like, it's just not for me. Mm. That's all it is. It doesn't mean it's shit. It doesn't mean it's, it's terrible or outdated. It's not for me. That's mm. it. Finish, stop there and move on. Because if you sit there going, 
what a useless person, how inauthentic of them, what do they know, who do they think they are, what a rubbish attitude. Look at all the energy that's just been drained out of me seeking somebody else. Just the answer is, it is not for you and move on. That's just, it's such a simple, you know, I got this, um, I used to have a Tasha's in Canal Walk, which is a shopping center in Cape Town. And I used to have to go up the escalator to go to the Tasha's. And I used to go past this Wimpy, which is a, a, a fast food chain here in South Africa. And I used to look at all the people eating at Wimpy. I never eat at Wimpy because I think the food they serve there is not based on quantity, but on price because it's a cheap mm. brand. Not cheap, just affordable brand. And you know, I had to make peace with the fact that Wimpy is not for me. Wimpy's not bad. Wimpy is just not for me. Mm. And so instead of standing on the escalator critiquing everybody down there that have made decisions to eat food based on price, not on quality, how dare I? It's going to do with me. They can do what they want. It's their bodies. And I can do whatever I want. It's my body. And so this has put such peace. Like some people were complaining to me about Jay Chetty. And I was like, dude, JJT is very awesome to so many different people. You don't like them, but just what? Let him be. Let him do what he's doing. He's doing great. He's like uplifting so many people who need to hear his message. And so, yes. Don't, and I think uh, it also, it, it robs you of the opportunity to learn from it, you know, because ultimately, and I, and I think this is what I've seen for me is that um, I look at someone like, like Simon Sinek, for example, you know, and yes, yes. to be honest, I feel like if I listen to him, I'm not really getting smarter. I feel like, you know, he, there's this thing where they talk about where they say, like, when a thought leader starts off, they are very thoughtful. They are like, yes. because um, they come into the world with new and interesting ideas. Yes. And yes. then over time, they become fortune cookie uh, thought leaders mm. because over time they need to keep producing ideas. And so mm. the ideas become less and less impactful and more and more fortune cookie like. And so. Wow, we've got a comment. I, yeah, I can see that face. Yeah, yeah. yeah What's your yeah. comment? Oh, God, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that's just something I've heard. Um, but when when I listen to him, I, I just I don't get the hype around it, right? And I've actually had to stop and ask myself. Well, obviously he's doing a lot of things right, and what can you learn from what he's doing? So stop trying to focus on um, why he might be successful in the eyes of others or. Um, why he's having a certain impact and rather look at like what can I learn in terms of what I'm doing compared to what he's doing and that has that's been yeah that's been interesting it's been eye-opening to me well look I think the first time all of us listened to Simon Sinek was unbelievable Mm. it was unbelievable but you know all of us Eric you and me included have got Five messages in us, but mm. that's it. We have five messages. We're going to regurgitate those five messages. You even mocked me sometimes when I'm about to say, uh, build courage, clarity, and courageousness and executives. <laughs> I've seen you mock me, and I've now changed it <laughs> to bring more optimism into the world. But um, we've all got five messages. Think about Gary Vee. Think about Brenna Brown. Think about uh, Mel. What's her name? Mel, that five-second woman. Uh, Mel Robinson. Um, Mel Robinson. Yeah. But, the first time we listen to them, they're amazing. Mm. The second time we listen to them, it's a regurgitation. The third time it's a regurgitation, he's like, okay. And now what does it say? It says that Simon Sinek and me are done. That relationship is done. Now I'm moving on to the next teacher, Dr. Mm. Joe Dispenza. And after Dr. Joe Dispenza, there'll be somebody else, you know? And mm. guess what Dr. Joe Dispenza says at every event? The exact, exact same thing. Verbatim yeah, yeah. the same. Mm. Verbatim. So 
Look, I don't think it's about becoming fortune cookies that you've heard the message. And that's why there are 7 billion people in the world that you can learn from all of them and you can move on to new teachers. And so when people say, yeah, that person's become shit. No, they haven't. You've just listened to them 2,000 times and everybody's got five messages. Mm. The biggest gurus in the gurus of India, the gurus of, it's all the same message. Mm. Like, like, what are you expecting? Somebody to come up with a brand new vibe? It's, it mm. doesn't work like that, you know? But what I actually want to land is that even though his message might be the same for the thousands, like thousands of time, um, there's still something to learn. There's always something new to learn. And that's actually what I'm trying to get at. It's like you can spend your time critiquing the fact that his message is the same, yes. or you can ask, well, what is, the, what is the lesson that I can still learn? And, right. and that's why Dispenza, I think, ends up being so powerful is because you come back to him at certain intervals and you come back to him a different person than you were before. And so you're hearing a different message when you come back to it. I can't believe you said that. You know, this morning at breakfast, I was saying, my aunt, my, one of my aunts, uh, she had, she's like, so tell me about Jonas Benz. I watched you on social media. You were there. I really want to go to it. I was like, you know, this is my fifth event and I'm going to another two events. She's like, why do you keep going? Does he say new things? I was like, no. In fact, he says the same thing. You have to hear it mm. a thousand times. And I still listen to his lectures now and I'm like, oh, is that what he meant over there? Mm. It's almost like you have to take that information in over and over and over because you've evolved and understood more and understood more and understood more so I think I love what you're saying but I also think that just the the, the, the issue I had the challenge I had was that it becomes fortune cookie it doesn't yeah. it's from your perspective it becomes fortune cookie because you're used to him but you know even if you think about Donald Trump you can learn from something from him he's mm. thick skin dude Who's got a thick skin like that? And his ability to twist every story to suit him. I mean, that is a superpower. The fact that he's an evil monster is irrelevant. The fact that he can make every story fit him. Like every story. And he's got half of America believing his version of his twisted story onto mm. it. Wow. How is this guy? His megalomaniac approach is just next level. And then you think about the Kardashians, you know? You can learn something from the Kardashians. What a powerhouse of a family. Mm. You mock them, schmock them. The one whose sister can't cut cucumbers. The other one did a porn movie. <laughs> do what you want to do. They're living their best life. They're living their best life. They couldn't give a shit about you. And your small opinion, sitting in your apartment somewhere complaining about yeah. I think it was good. The same thing with the, did you watch that thing when the Olympics was on? People sitting on their couch eating pizza and ice cream, critiquing the athletes. You're like, dude, <laughs> sit down, sit down, chubby. You got nothing. That's every Saturday when the Springboks play, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks they're an athlete and they could have done better. You're like, come on, dude, calm down, sit down, sit down. You, you couldn't have done better. You really couldn't have. You could, of course, listen to the full episode titled A Powerful Quote to Live By, which was first published in September of 2022, right now. If you haven't done so yet, please consider subscribing to The Expansive today on the player that you're currently listening on. And while you're doing that, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Remember to find The Expansive on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and we're on YouTube. The links to all of which you can find in the show notes. Until the next time, stay expansive. <laughs>